Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. December 29th, remaining steadfast. We learn what is true for us, and that sets the direction for our lives. Living Clean, Chapter 2, Connection to a Higher Power Early in recovery, each of us grapples with some troublesome truths about our addiction and our lives. Coming to terms with our powerlessness marks a vital shift in our perspective, and we strive to accept this reality on a daily basis. Many of us do this consciously in prayer or while meditating. We read the Just for Todays, we write in our journal, we go to a meeting and say, I am an addict, or all we do is not use that day and go to sleep clean again. Commitment to these practices, however it looks to any of us on whatever day, is steadfastness. Reckoning with our powerlessness leads to our unearthing many other truths. We develop new values and beliefs as we complete and share our steps, participate in our recovery, and stay open-minded. We come to understand who we were, who we currently are, and who we want to be. We strive to live in accordance with spiritual principles we pick up along the way. Steadfastness is our anchor when we're driven to act on a defect, harm ourselves, or lash out at others. We find that we're better able to tame our worst tendencies or to bounce back more quickly and make amends whenever we do falter. We learn some difficult lessons too, especially when our firmly held beliefs and our values are challenged. Other people can be equally steadfast in adhering to any principles in their own ways and may have beliefs we're perceiving as being conflict with our own. Being steadfast doesn't mean we're inflexible. Rather, we attempt to find balance in those circumstances that call for steadfast commitment to being reliable, practical, flexible, and compassionate. Yes, all at the same time. We discover ways to coexist with others whom we disagree and contend with life on its own terms, all while standing up for our beliefs. Whether it's truth of our powerlessness, over our addiction, over other people, or over life's difficulties, I can remain steadfast in recovery practices that help me deal with it. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is December 29th. And I'm here with John M. What's happening, John? Hey, Douglas. Honored to be here, man. Thanks, bro. Could you uh, tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Yeah, uh, I'm an addict. My name is John. My clean date is July 21st of 2021. Uh, I attend meetings in southwest Pennsylvania. That's the central Westmoreland area of Narcotics Anonymous. And my home groups are Give Yourself a Break Sunday nights at 7 and the Man Up Men's Group uh, Monday nights at 6.30. All right. Thanks for that, bro. I got clean Southwestern PA in 2000 down in the in the Uniontown area. So it does my heart good anytime I can get a guest on here from, you know, from the area. So, John, can you share your thoughts on remaining steadfast? Yeah, man. Uh, so I... Uh... I've been taught to uh, look up words that I don't know the definition of, and uh, it's firm and unwavering. Um, 
and I wasn't like this my whole life, man. I had a lot of uh, time um, trying to get this thing and not being able to, not being willing to apply uh, what the program's taught me. Um, but through that, um, it comes down and says, we learn what is true for us, and that sets the direction for our lives. Um, what I've learned through past failed experiences is uh, I'm an addict, and without the program of Narcotics Anonymous, I'm doomed. Um, and by the program of Narcotics, Narcotics Anonymous, I mean like uh, all of it, not just the sponsor, not just attending meetings, uh, not just writing on step work, but actually applying it to my life. Is that, um, is that some of the things that you weren't doing like, before last July? A hundred percent, man. Um, you know, uh, last time COVID came in and uh, I was just going to the meetings and that wasn't enough because they shut down uh, and I got high. Hmm. So what's that looking like for you today? Are there any things that are, do you have anything going on in your life now that it is like, oh, okay, you know, I need to be vigilant. And, and this is one of those, this is one of those things, you know, whatever that thing is that's coming in that I need to say, okay. Um, my action items don't change. This is uncomfortable, but I'm going through it. Yeah, man. Uh, so through doing a first step and putting pen to paper and like, uh, actually looking at like, um, you know, drugs got me here, but I have a lot more uh, problems than just drugs. Mm. Um, for instance, like gambling, uh, you know, I live in a state where it's all legal, man. And, uh, it's like the drug dealers on my phone. Um, and I have to be, I have to like apply principles in my first step, uh, to like counteract my addiction, uh, cause it's spreading. Um, I heard a speaker come in, uh, last week and he shared that, uh, his clean date and his surrender date are two different things. Um, and I don't know if I agree with that, man. Like, uh, drugs got me here and, uh, through that, um, like my level of surrender has deepened uh, through like putting pen to paper and acknowledging that like uh, I can't gamble. I can't take the first one, whether it's drugs, sex, uh, Oreos, uh, you know, I just can't do it. Um, you hit the Trinity there, man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, right. that's what I always say, dude. It's like food, sex or money. You know, it's like playing whack-a-mole sometimes. And why do we do that, John? Like why, why, why is that kind of like, it's like blinking lights, you know, the like food, sex and money is like the blinking light. I'm saying, hey, come find some comfort, you know, right, for right. a little while. Like, come, come over here. Fuck the consequences. Come find some comfort. You know, uh, I just have this, like, vacuum of a spirit in my in my heart, man, that just wants to, uh, it just wants me to fill that hole with all these outside things, man. And I've mm -hmm. come to find that the only thing that I can fill that with is God of my understanding. Um, but, like, I am a human being, man, and I stray from the path. Uh and I have bad days, you know what I mean? And I look for outside things to fix this hole inside me. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Dude. And you know, what's crazy about that is like, and, and you said it exactly right. It's like the God of my understanding is what, is what I'm craving. And, cool. uh, and, and check this out. I, I, I thought, I thought that like, if I got enough, you know, food, sex or money, right. And, and whatever manifestation that that takes place that I could have, you know, have that connection, have that peace to have that, Hey, I'm at ease. I have enough, you know, and all that stuff. The opposite is true. It's like when I pursue a relationship with the God of my understanding and I'm, and I'm okay here, then I can experience and enjoy, you know, food in its right portion, sex oh. in its right portion, money in its right portion, you know, and the utility of it, I can experience that and, and, and have a good experience with it. 
but that's kind of like the the second wave. You know, I, I, I usually wait to the end to approach God and try to get close and then experience, you know, um, things outside of myself. So so what does what does steadfastness look like for you um, with your meeting attendance, with your sponsorship, uh, you know, whether you're being sponsored or sponsoring other people, interacting, service work? Could you could you hit us with uh, with some of those pieces? Yeah, man. Uh, my recovery is most important in my life. Uh, I attend meetings regularly. Uh, I, have, I have two home groups. I show up early for both of them. Um, you know, like uh, what's been really helpful in this recovery process for me this time is like uh, reaching out to other recovering addicts uh, and also like talking to newcomers, man, because uh, there's just this feeling that comes about when um, when I can identify and they can identify with me and man, like when I'm able to help a newcomer, dude, like, uh, that's my purpose in life today, you know, uh, is helping those people. Cause like, uh, I'm not experiencing pain because of 12 steps in my life, man. But I remember that pain coming in the door, uh, of I failed again or, uh, you know, just being brand new. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have a, like a lot of guests who come on and talk about that experience of coming in, you know, after having some time and then coming in and, and, and navigating like relationships that you built with people and then you relapse and you're coming in and, and I don't have that experience. I go clean. Um, I guess I was going to meetings for, for a little while before the dude came to my house and 12 step me. I, maybe I went to one or two. I can't really, can't really remember those, that, that first little season right there. But what was that like for you, John, coming back in and, and, and seeing people that, you know, that you were kicking it with and you went, went on another run and, um, and with the back and of, forth, if we have some listeners who, who are kind of in that, in that season now, it's like, you know, they're coming off a run and uh, it's like, fuck man, I don't want to go to this meeting to see this guy. And we, yeah. did, did you have that? So, uh, going over a four step recently with my sponsor and like the resentment of myself and not staying clean. Um, you know, like, uh, I'm just grateful to have a clean date, but also like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the people that did stay because like uh, if there's just so much hope there, man, like uh, they were able to do it um, through working 12 steps um, and I can too. Uh, and just like really having faith that that's my process, man, it's just, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a stubborn guy when it comes to like doing the things that I want to do, uh, but really just being willing to like give this program a chance and like do all of it, man. And through that, dude, I'm sitting in my home group last night and, uh, just this overwhelming feeling of serenity in my life. Like that's all I really ever wanted. Right. When I got yeah, here, isn't that just, wild, man, when that hits, ain't that crazy. But it's like, you know, you, right. it, it, it's hard for me to listen to people, you know, who, who I guess identify as like atheist or agnostic or something like this, you know, that it just doesn't have that. Um, And I'll tell you why it like, it, because of what you just described, it's like, man, there's moments to where, like I feel so in touch with the HP that it's just, man. There's like there there there's no there there's no way that I'm that I'll be convinced that that that's not the HP just wrapped up on me. Right, and I'm exactly what it's supposed to be. I mean, it's wild, man. It's wild, and I, and you know I can even hear myself like I get a little cringy when I hear myself t- saying that stuff because I'm always I don't know about you, John, but I'm always like when people talk about that. I have that, I have that default setting of like, this motherfucker's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying, man? Like when yeah, someone right. starts talking about, oh, I can feel the HP just hugging me. And I'm like, he's fucking weirdo. 
Right. That's how I was when I got here, man. Like I didn't, I didn't think that there was something really watching out for me, but through doing step work, man, I've acknowledged that there's a power greater than myself working in my life um, that has the best uh, interest for me and is loving, caring, greater than myself. There's just no doubt about it. Dude, I heard some dude, you know, he was speaking and it was some guy, man, like I didn't really even care for, you know, and, and, um, uh, but when he started speaking, man, I just settled in and tried to say, Hey, look, let's put our differences aside and, 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 you know, hear the message through it. And dude, he taught, he started talking about a relationship with God and how we experience the higher power. And he, and he was like, and he just put it to, to where like, I experience, I experience, uh, you know, the God of my understanding right here, right now, in this very moment, not last week, not next week. I experience it right here. And dude, it just, it set my, my spirit on fire. It just made so much sense to me. It's like, when I, when I can kind of keep myself grounded and just acknowledge like what's going on around me, right? Dude, I'm in the presence of the HP, man. Right. It's pretty wild. A far cry from active addiction, isn't it, man? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, like uh, the life I have now is unimaginable. Uh, when I think back on my active addiction and where I was, man, uh, what the program has done for me is just unfathomable. Uh, I'm just going to keep doing it. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.